Slick drop, boot to the face, we won't fold. Quick to put a dude in this place, he out cold with a tombstone. Grab for the waist, get laid flat. Can't escape, nowhere to go. The cage match, it's on now. When I spot him, it's no problem. Everybody stone cold till they hit with the rock bottom. Sharpshooter, I won't miss him like Bret Hart. Like Al Snow, they gon' need him a head start. I just might catch a better body than Mickey James. Get acquainted with the name, we bring in the pain. Like Kane in the ring, all I see is red. Paul Bearer, Undertaker, I can see the dead. John Cena putting hands in your face. Ted DiBiase got a milli on the waist. B2TF, better stay in your place. Or get smacked down, play it safe. What you talking about? Welcome to Boot to the Faces WrestleMania Preview Show. I'm Chris Rucker, along with EJ Reed, powered by FullPressCoverage.com. Go there for all your sporting wants and needs, where they will tell you all about opening days around the diamonds, if you will, for baseball, where they got a bigger fucking base on every base, and they got a shot clock, basically, for the pitchers. There's no more fucking, uh, what do you call it when... All them niggas move to one side when it's a left-handed batter. No more shifting, which I think is trash. I think shifting in general is trash, but I think them telling them they can't shift is trash also. So, uh, yeah, it's it's going to be a lot of fun over at uh, FullPressCoverage.com when you go there. A lot of shit to talk about. Shout out to the chat already who are busy. Rats House of Retro. He never's in here when we're doing it live, so he gets to catch a live boot to the face. And what a great one to catch. As we are here to talk about WrestleMania and EJ, we tried to make our last prediction show a little spicy with a little wager. We ended up tying, but I think with 809,074 fucking matches that WrestleMania is going to have, ain't no way we can tie this week, right? So we're going to throw the t-shirt bet back up there? Sure, let's do it. Um... NXT Stand and Deliver is over. Uh, we have a new NXT Women's Champion. We got new NXT Tag Champions. And we got a new NXT Champion. Metal Don't Miss. Uh, we don't have to talk about the show, you know, match for match, EJ. But for me, I thought it was like a a 6 out of 10. Yeah, it's pretty mid. I mean, but they had good matches, but I don't know, man. It just didn't have a feel. Yeah, the vibe was Maybe because it was so early in L.A. Yeah. L.A. LA people, I mean, these are WrestleMania people, but L.A. crowds for the most part, unless it's the Dodgers in the World Series, like they're kind of douchey. So, yeah, I don't know. Um, I'm happy for Indy Hartwell. Like, I, when we predicted who was going to win that match, she wasn't even in the fucking match Tuesday night, and now she's the champion. Was she not? I could no, she had to qualify. She had to qualify uh-huh. on NXT as we were recording. Yeah, because I know none of us picked her. Yeah, she was the uh, the little silhouette cutout where it, it, it had the other four women that were in it, or five, and then there was a silhouette, and then we didn't know it was Indy Hartwell. She ends up winning the fucking title, her and Dexter, and then they reunited with Johnny Wrestling. Who? Never mind. We didn't even get into Johnny Wrestling. We'll, we'll save that for another show, how I feel about that guy. Because this is WrestleMania. You could feel the excitement in the air. WrestleMania night one. I'm Let's fucking, go. I'm like a kid right now. Like, I love WrestleMania. I don't love the two nights, but I think Saturday, WrestleMania Saturday, 
is always really good. You can drink as much as you want. You ain't got to worry about going to work tomorrow. You ain't got to go to church if you don't want to. Like, God knows you was up watching WrestleMania getting drunk last night. Hey, forgive me if you don't go to church. <laughs> Sitting on WrestleMania night, you better uh, go to church and ask God for forgiveness for Nah, you watch some wrestling, clap some cheeks at the end of the night. <laughs> fucking sleep in tomorrow and then get ready to do it all over again. I'm going to a WrestleMania party at my buddy Joey's house, Joey Steelman, and uh, me and him did our WrestleMania Invitational Golf Tournament, which I won for the first time in like five or six years. Joey usually kicks my ass, but I had them new J's on, EJ. Wait a minute. I thought you retired from golfing. I did. That was like two years ago, though. I don't play nearly as much as I as I did when I retired. But when you retire, you play golf. So if you retire from golf, what are you supposed to do? Go to work? I'm not doing that. So in my golf retirement, I play golf every now and then because I'm retired from it. So basically, you're the Ric Flair of golf. Woo! I will never retire! <laughs> um let's fucking let's get into it ej like let's let's talk some fucking wrestlemania let me pull this card up um the uh order of the matches still hadn't been announced yet have, have they not the order but the the, what the nights it? i know the nights that the matches have been announced um and i'm gonna do a little twitter search right here wrestlemania and uh, people have posted these pictures everywhere. Actually, WWE posted them. I'll go to them on Twitter and just find it because what better place to get it than WWE themselves? So here we go. Night one, WrestleMania. Um, wow, my guy says he got par four. Give him 20. <laughs> you know, when I was really bad at golf, we wouldn't write down scores like over uh, – you couldn't get over double what the hole was. So if it was a par five, you couldn't get more than a 10 when I was shitty. Now I don't have to worry about that. But that was just kind of a way to play to where people wouldn't fucking, you, you don't want to quit, you know. <laughs> you get on the back nine, you already at like 100 strokes. You don't want to quit. You want to keep trying to have fun. So, uh, But let's get into night one, EJ. Opening WrestleMania 39, John Cena versus Austin Theory. Mm, this one is kind of hard to pick because they could go either way. What say you? I feel like all the wrestling experts tell you that for a big show like this, they like to get the crowd started off hot and a babyface wins. And then they say they close it out with a babyface winning. I don't think either of those is going to happen. I think Theory's going to win. And I think the main event. The heel's going to win also, but we'll talk about that when we get to it. But, yeah, I think Austin Theory's going to win. Shout out to Austin Theory, by the way. I've always thought the guy looked familiar. And there was a, there's this wrestling uh, promotion around the corner from my house that I went to. Uh, if you look at our Twitter account, like Jericho and everybody showed up right before AEW got there. He used to wrestle there, and I always thought he looked familiar. But I thought it, it was him, and it was another, like, really in shape, like, chisel face white dude there too so i just assumed that i was getting austin theory and that guy confused they posted a thing today like congratulating him and showing him when he was in southern honor wrestling here in canton georgia now he's fucking opening up wrestlemania 39 so against john cena yeah good for him that was just like five or six years ago i think they said 
But yeah, I got theory. I try to be positive on the show, but I go back and forth. I'm like, okay, he's not bad, but like, what? I don't know. What do y'all see in Austin Theory? He's really athletic. He's really good in the ring. Um, Is he though? Like, I haven't yeah. watched the Austin Austin Theory match. Where I'm just blown away. I don't. I think like some of his moves, like that little shit he does where he jumps through the ropes and does a somersault and then a drop kick, like. I think that's kind of lame for his new, uh, more aggressive personality. But I think he's really good in the ring. I think he's very hateable. He's got one of those faces you just want to punch, which is always good. Um, he's getting better on the mic from, you know, we don't really deal with backstage stuff. But all the podcasts and shit I listen to, everybody that's involved with WWE says, like, the guy's working his ass off to try to be the best one there. He's not like other people where they just do their shit and leave like he's always there asking questions like trying to figure out how he can be better now that has nothing to do with what's on tv but i don't know i'm not the biggest austin theory fan but i don't not like the guy i mean what what austin theory like to be like an all-time great or even to be like in the moment great i feel like you got to be able to be a heel and be a face like where do you see him like trans uh latent to being a face in the future though? Like I just don't see it right now. I mean I I'm more of an in the moment guy. Like I don't need to see where he's gonna be at in two years to buy into him now. Now, I don't think he's the greatest guy in the world. Like I don't even like the whole uh everybody saying he's gonna be the next John Cena type shit, right? Like I don't see that anywhere. I just see a guy that's a U.S. champion that's opening up WrestleMania that's got a good amount of fucking crowd response to him when he comes in, and that's pretty much it. Like, I don't, I don't, I'm not projecting, you know, that far ahead. So, I'm just taking it for what it is right now. And to me, the guy's like, he's a good hand that they got. He clearly has main event potential. But for right now, I think, like, top of the mid card, like, he's right where he needs to be. Yeah, and he he's young and he has time, but I think they're going to have to revamp his whole gimmick in the future. Um, him and Dom, who we'll be talking about later, are like the same age, and give me Dom all day over Austin Theory. Dom and Austin Theory, fucking WrestleMania 43 main event. <laughs> hey, fuck around, that might actually happen. <laughs> I hope not. <laughs> Seth yeah. Rollins still be fucking in the mid-card somewhere bitching and complaining. <laughs> Just working away. <laughs> so who you got in this match, EJ? I got Theory. Theory. Uh, if you're in the chat right now and you're active, you know, give us your picks also when we go through these. Uh, we won't take, you know, a shitload of time on every single pick. But if you're in the chat and you're active and you're paying attention and you can type, or if you're driving, obviously don't take some drive. But if you're in the chat, let us know who you think. Austin Theory, John Cena. We'll move along to the next match. Uh, Charlotte Flair, Rhea Ripley for the... SmackDown Women's Championship. Give me Rhea. You know how I feel about Charlotte. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I got Rhea also. Speaking of LA Knight, shout out to him. And shout out to JD Hoop. The guy designed LA Knight's gear for WrestleMania SmackDown last night. That was dope. He was so over. I wonder what if it's just because they're in LA or if that's going to carry forward on other shows. You know how motherfuckers are when you go to their town and 
you say their name some kind of way and hit the name of their town is actually his fucking name. Of course he's going to be over, but he's over everywhere he goes. But they were like extra hot for him last night. I dig it. I've yeah. been following him since he was Eli Drake. Shout out to my guy, Bobby Lashley also winning the fucking battle Royal last night. That was, uh, I like how they did that. I like the end. I like the finish of it. I don't think I've ever seen that before. When he speared Bronson Reed, I was like, watch Bronson reverse it and throw him over the top rope. And then when Lashley like fucking held on and ran through the ring and threw him over, that was that was that was a good finish. I wish they would have did it for like a Royal Rumble though, instead of just a regular battle royal. But we might not see the last of Bobby Lashley in LA night. Mm, I was thinking like they might swerve us because I think somebody mentioned that it's like an uneven amount of matches for both nights. And they might try to swerve us and throw something on there to even it out. Yeah, who knows? Um, I got Rhea also. You know, I won't spend a lot of time on this match. I, I'm more uh, I'm more intrigued by what happens Monday and Friday night if Rhea does win, though. Like, does the Judgment Day all go to SmackDown now? Or does she leave SmackDown and fucking Dominic... Well, I can't really talk about what I think Dominic's going to do till we get to his match. But let's just say... This week, if Rhea wins the title, I think Judgment Day is just going to be Damian Priest and Finn Balor. I think something's about to happen with two of the other members. They haven't done a shake-up or a draft in a while, so maybe that's in the near future as yeah. well. Maybe Dominic says, fuck that, I go where mommy goes. <laughs> Did you see Dom and uh, Rhea in the crowd at Hall of Fame with Buddy sitting next to her last night? Oh, yeah, I, I did see that. That's that's just got to be awkward. <laughs> uh, let's yeah, see. Give me Rhea. Next match, we got Becky Lynch, Lita, and Trish Stratus versus Damage Control. I'm not going to pick with my heart on this one. I'm going to pick with my wrestling brain. Uh, they've dominated Damage Control. I just feel like... Yeah, I kind of called it a little while ago. I thought Becky and, and Lita were going to, not Lita, Becky and Trish are going to have some kind of altercation, and I still think that's what's going to happen, and I think that's how Damage Control is going to win, which makes no sense, though. Like, break Damage Control up, you know? Give EO her old music back, her fucking dark persona. Let her put on bangers. Let Dakota Kai go back to fucking NXT and let Bailey do what Bailey does, but it's time for Damage Control to go, but... Sadly, I'm picking Damage Control to win. Up to this point, Damage Control, they've looked like a bunch of suckers. Like, they really have no direction, no clear direction. So, we're going to eventually have to have a tiebreaker somewhere on this car, but I'm going with Damage Control as well. Um, I feel like Trish is going to get involved somehow and have a match with Becky or something down the line or uh, maybe even Lita. Something's going to happen. Where You know, for a match that everybody says they don't give a fuck about, I'm like the day of, I'm really intrigued by this match now. Really? I still yeah. don't really give a fuck about it. I'm really intrigued with the, the ring gear too. Yeah, that'll be dope. Yeah. Um, I hope EO comes out in something cool. I really want her to go back to her old music. Her, her old theme was a banger. She still has it though, right? When she comes out for solo matches. I know she came out to damage control music, which is basically Bailey's music. 
I might be mistaken, but I could have swore I heard her come out to her. That little music. old Night Rider looking sounding shit she used to do. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But I could be wrong. Yeah, uh, next match: Seth freaking Rollins versus Logan Paul. Mm. Ooh, this one's kind of tough to pick, but I'm going with Seth freaking Rollins because he needs a win. Who did he face last year? He lost to Cody. He's been he lost to Cody for the majority of last year. <laughs> Cody <it>. just <laughs> whooped Seth's ass all through 2022 till he got hurt. Seth needs a win, and Logan is one of the bigger heels on the roster. Or well, he's not even a full time, but he gets a lot of heat. So let me get Seth to get his WrestleMania moment. You know they're gonna do a couple crazy spots in the match too. So I'm this might steal the, this might steal the show tonight. This match. Um. I got two matches I think will still the show. This will be one of them. Actually, I think the women, the women six man might be better than. I'm telling you, I don't know what. I, maybe it's just because Becky is one of my favorite wrestlers, and I like Io, and Trish is a Hall of Famer, even though I think she's kind of overrated, and so is Lita. Um, I don't know. I just feel like I feel like the women six man is gonna be way better than what we think. If the crowd buys into it, that's gonna go a long way too. Um. I'll take Seth in this. Have you? Did you see Seth Rollins' comments about Cody talking to DC, Daniel Cormier? I didn't see it. What did he say? He basically said, uh, Cody said somewhere that him and Seth almost got into a fist fight backstage, and DC asked him about it, and Seth was like, well, it's kind of true. And then he was like, look, I've been here putting it down for a decade. Like, guys want part-time schedules. He was talking about Roman. Guys are unhappy and they leave. He was talking about Moxley. And then you got guys that leave and go do other stuff like Cody did, talking about AEW. And then they come back. He was like, I feel like I should be in that spot. Everything he's getting, I feel like I should be. Like, he was fucking putting it out there. Like, he ain't fucking happy that that Cody just walked back in and is getting the spot that he thinks he deserves. So, I don't know. I like it. You know, the shit with CNR he's talked about. uh, He talked about Punk on another interview, like, I'm digging this fucking Seth Rollins not giving a shit when people put a microphone in his face. Probably working a little bit, but kind of shooting from the hip a little bit. Yeah. I like that he's blurring the lines. Uh, you don't know if he's working or shooting. It all started when he's at, when he told uh, my boy, uh, fuck, I can't think his name, from Aussie Open. What's my guy's name? I fucking love him. Well, Osprey? Yeah, when he told my boy Osprey, shut your broke ass up. <laughs> basically shut your broke ass up uh, ever since then Seth's been fucking killing it um but yeah I'll, I'll take Seth in this one also this one's uh it should be pretty cut and dry like it'll be a good match but there's no way fucking Logan Paul's winning uh Braun Strowman and Ricochet who I'm digging as a team and I can't stand Braun Strowman versus the Street Profits versus Alpha Academy versus the Viking Raiders this is probably where we will finally differ. Give me, man, I'm conflicted between the Street Profits and the Browns. Yeah, I'm gonna do. I'm gonna think with my heart. I'm gonna go with Street Profits. I was gonna take whoever you didn't take, just so we could fucking have a different opinion. So I'm gonna take Braun and uh, Ricochet. Yeah, they seem to be high on them, so I wouldn't be surprised if they win. I don't know what it is. Like I, I, I dig them as a team. I was watching. Uh, I was watching them. Was it last night on SmackDown or was it last week? I can't. Remember. Maybe did they wrestle on Raw? 
I think it was last week on SmackDown where uh, Braun does his little fucking Braun stuff. And then Ricochet, like, jumps off his fucking shoulders and does a flip or whatever. I don't know. Something about their wacky-ass team I'm digging. Um, and, again, I, I don't even like Braun, so. But, yeah, we'll, we'll be cheering for the Street Profits. But I th- but they they have no storyline. This is just a match that's been thrown on there. So I wouldn't be surprised if the Street Profits lost and maybe this is where they start, like, their little riff. You know, I think they should stay together. But Man, the Viking Raiders, been- like... How far are they falling? They fell off when they introduced them as the Viking experience. Like that was like almost dead in the water. They should just go back to NXT. Talk about Dakota Kai. The Viking Raiders should go back to NXT. Just be the War Raiders again. Just make them warm. I know why they can't call them War Machine, but that's when they were the hottest. Was it War Machine or War Raider? I can't remember. It's War Machine. They came in. Uh, they didn't. They came in as the War Raiders because, but back before they were in the WWE, War Machine. But yeah, War Machine is the Dude to beat up the porn stars, I think. That's yeah, Christy Mack. Yeah. How you could ever physically assault a woman like that, I don't understand. But hmm. <laughs> um, Ray Mysterio versus Dom Mysterio, mm. and Ray Mysterio Hall of Famer after last night. Uh, they just restarted the LWO. I don't know how that's gonna fucking go over in 2023, but I'm digging it. Uh, so I want to give you my thoughts on this. We were talking earlier about Rhea and Charlotte, and I said I think two of the members of Judgment Day are going to be gone. I think the LWO is going to turn on Ray, and Dom's going to be the leader of that. I wouldn't mind seeing that. I mean, yeah, like you said, I don't know how they're going to pull this off in today's age, but they could do it. <laughs> I'm all for it. <laughs> the LWO, correct me if I'm wrong, were they in WCW or were they in WWE? Who, was, oh, no, that was the Mexicals in WWE. Yeah, they were riding around was, in fucking lawnmowers and shit. It was a WCW thing. Like It only yeah. lasted for like two or three months because uh, Eddie Guerrero got hurt. Yeah. And they disbanded him. Like, yeah, it like, was the LWO. They had the LWO. They had the NWO white, NWO red. By the way, the NWO Wolfpack shirt still fucking gets a lot of compliments when you wear it out in public. People in South Carolina were loving that shirt. That's dope. But yeah, uh, I like how uh, Dom walked out on the the ceremony yesterday. Did Buddy leave with him or did Buddy stay? No, it was just Dom and uh, Rhea uh, and uh, <laughs> Priest and Priest 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 left with them too. Imagine you, imagine you go to fucking go somewhere with your woman and she gets up and has to leave with somebody else. Storyline or not, like, and it's all over the internet. That's kind of funny, but I like how they subtly like incorporated the storyline and not made it make it too much of Rhea's yeah. speech. Uh, kudos to them for that. I didn't watch the Hall of Fame. I haven't watched the Hall of Fame in years. Uh unless it's somebody I really like, like I'm not I'm not watching a Hall of Fame speech anymore. But, but give me Dom. Dom for EJ. Um I guess I'm taking Dom because I'm predicting a heel turn from Legato del Fantasma, but <laughs> but he said Buddy stayed next to Aaliyah. <laughs> What a crazy that's so, that's fucking funny. Yeah, what and, a crazy uh, thing that is. Analia had her like real life boyfriend, which is kind of awkward too for Buddy. The whole thing <laughs> is awkward. Like, uh, yeah, I'll, I'll take Dom also. Uh, and now we got what I think is going to be the main event of Saturday: Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens, fake friends, versus the Usos. Um, 
I'll let you pick, but I already know where I'm going with this. I got Sammy and KO. Even though they're thrown together frenemies tag team, but I think this is where Sammy gets his quote unquote WrestleMania moment. And finally, unseat the Usos from the top of the tag team throne. I think the Usos need to lose to a real tag team, not a fake tag team from Canada. Sorry, Rats House. Um, I got the Usos. I don't know. I just, now that WrestleMania is here, I don't see the bloodline losing. What's Solo doing anyway? I want to see Solo and Lashley. I know that's random. I got like fucking Tourette's right now, but. That'd be interesting. Um, A Solo and Lashley standoff? That'd be nice. Yeah, so I think Solo's gonna be involved in one of the Bloodlines matches. Don't know which one though. That's why I'll be tuning in. Uh, let's see. That's night one. Yeah, night two. It it doesn't look as uh. I'm more intrigued by the shit from night one than I am night two. Really? Yeah. I I shouldn't say intrigued. I'm more intrigued by the finishes of night two. Mm-hmm. But I'm more excited to watch night one. I get what you're saying. I guess if uh, you're more intrigued by like how the storylines continue from night right. two. So like I'm looking at the card now for night two, and I'm like, I don't know who's gonna win half these. Like we'll we'll probably have different picks also, because night one we only got two different picks. There are definitely more matches. I think one, two, three, four, five, six. One, two, three, four, five, six. Yeah, there's seven matches on night one, six on night two. Um, the first match kicking off night two, Liv Morgan and Raquel versus Natalia and Shotzi versus Ronda and Shayna versus Sonya and Chelsea Green. Give me Ronda and Shayna. If Ronda doesn't win, then what a fall from grace. On a kickoff um, match, basically, and can't even win that from main event in WrestleMania 35. That'd be sad. Yeah, I'm just not. I was such a big fan of Ronda's on her first run. She just seems so uninterested this time around. And it's just, it's coming through. I don't like it. Um, to the point where I don't like her anymore. And I, I was a big Ronda fan on her first run. Like, I used to argue with Marty on here all the time about how good I thought she was. And now it just looks like she's not even trying. Um, I'm going to take Liv Morgan and Raquel Rodriguez. Really? Yeah. One of us got to fucking get a t-shirt, Joe. Joe. Uh, EJ, one of us got to win. It's a bold pick. I mean, I feel like we got a couple tiebreakers. I think Liv Morgan. I think Liv Morgan's a good pick. She was a good workhorse for the company last year. I think Liv Morgan, like, I don't see it in the ring, but I see it, like, with crowd response and how people love her, and she's decent in the ring. Like, I see why she has a fan base. I wouldn't pick her as, like, a top act, but I I think she is. I think she's in the upper echelon of the women's division now. Yeah, she's fine. I don't mind her. I'm not talking about how she looks, EJ. I'm talking about her presentation, Mr. Rucker. We know how you are. 
But yeah, I think Ronda and Shayna got this in the bag. Here's one. Good luck picking this one. Brock versus Omas. Ah, Brock Osweiler. Yeah, give me Brock. They they're gonna have like a WrestleMania mode with him F five and Omos. Even though he's already F five the Big Show before, I don't know. They're like they're trying to recapture that magic, but I'm sure the match only lasts like four minutes, as it I, should. <laughs> I want to pick Omos, but then I go back and I'm like. Brock fucking look at all the people Brock has beat at WrestleMania. But then again, he really hadn't beat many people at WrestleMania. He beat fucking Dean Ambrose and Roman Reigns and The Undertaker. Kurt Angle. Other than that, like he usually loses at WrestleMania. Kurt Angle. Yeah, he Goldberg. beat Kurt Angle. Goldberg. Goldberg. Did he beat Goldberg at Re- Yeah, Goldberg doesn't count though. He's split, oh, he splitting oh. with Goldberg actually. He's Goldberg man. <laughs> yeah, he didn't lose to Goldberg at WrestleMania though. But he's lost to Roman at Mania. Didn't he he lose to Goldberg at WrestleMania? No, he lost to Goldberg at like SummerSlam or some shit like that. Goldberg? He beat Goldberg at WrestleMania 20? Yeah. not. Oh, yeah, you're right. WrestleMania 20. I'm thinking you're talking about a couple weeks, a couple years ago. No, yeah. Yeah, WrestleMania 20. You're right. He lost to Goldberg um, at WrestleMania. So he he takes the people that have beat Brock at WrestleMania. Triple H, Goldberg. Uh, Roman Reigns, Seth Rollins. Mm, I feel like we're missing somebody. He beat Undertaker. Who did he? He lo- he lost technically to. You said it. You already said it. Seth Rollins. Yeah. Seth beat it? him and took the title from him in a one-on-one match. Not just the. Not just when he cashed in. He had a one-on-one match with Brock and beat him. Brock beat Roman straight up. Thirty-three. And Roman beat Brock, so he's lost oh, to Roman. He's lost 34. to Roman. He's lost to Seth. He's lost to Goldberg, and he's lost to Triple H at WrestleMania. I just don't see him putting over almost. That's what I'm saying. Brock. I'm I'm putting those names out there to tell you <laughs> who's beat Brock Lesnar at WrestleMania. Now he loses a lot, but he only loses to like big names, and Omos is not a big name. Um. If Omos wins, that means they are definitely strapping the rocket to his back. But with that being said, give me Brock. Yeah, I I just can't pick Omos with a good conscience. Like, I hope there's some kind of storyline coming out of it. I hope there's a Lashley sighting. I hope there's a Hurt Business fucking rejuvenation. But that's a lot of hope. <laughs> I think Brock's just going to win. That's a good way to get Bobby Lashley involved at WrestleMania. Have him come out, interfere, something like that. Yeah. Uh, Hell in a Cell. Again, now we're we're getting into it now. We got a Hell in a Cell match. We got an Intercontinental title. We got the Raw Women's Champion. We got the Undisputed title. Like These are all big matches on Sunday. Uh, but Hell in a Cell, Edge versus the Demon Finn Balor. Um, I'll pick first in this one because you've been picking first a lot. Edge doesn't need to win. The Demons only lost to one one match, and it was the Roman Reigns, and I think it should stay like that. I don't really care about this match, but I'm sure once it starts, then I'll get a little bit more excited about it. I'm sure the interests will be 
grandioso and fire. But yeah, you don't bring the demon out for him to lose unless it's Roman. So give me Finn. And I hope they don't wear their welcome out and have a long match like Edge has been doing over the past few years. Yeah, Edge has been wrestling some long fucking matches at WrestleMania. Um, Intercontinental Championship Triple Threat match. Sheamus versus McIntyre versus Gunther. Oof. I'm actually pretty excited for this one. Big meaty men slapping meat. Give me the ring general, Gunther, to retain. Because I feel like they're trying to get him to break that honky-tonk man record. How close is he to the record? That's a good question. They have been touting, like, his, his how many days he's been reigning. Um, but I don't, I don't know how close he is to the record. But I'm taking Sheamus. He hasn't uh, completed the Grand Slam, so. Yeah, be Sheamus. If I had to have a second pick, I'd pick Sheamus in order. The likelihood of somebody to win that match would be Drew, Sheamus, and then Gunter. I got Gunter winning. We have the Raw Women's Championship match. Asuka challenging your champion, who's been a champion for a year now, in Bianca Belair. Who you got? I'll let you go first. I'll tell you this. I've been talking about Bianca since she won the title. Like, once her SummerSlam beef with Becky was over, I think she's just been kind of floundering as the champion. And I think it's time for her to lose, but I don't think it's to Asuka. So I'm picking Bianca. I'm picking Bianca to fucking keep up her undefeated WrestleMania streak. Hmm. All right, I think this may be the match that causes somebody to win a T-shirt because I'm gonna go and say Oscar. They had that uh her big comeback at the Royal Rumble, like her new presentation and new music. I feel like they'd be kind of doing that all for nothing if she loses at WrestleMania. So I'm gonna go off on the limb and say Oscar takes it. I feel like if Oscar was built up. For the past like six months, I'd agree with you. But as bad as not bad, but as lackluster as Bianca's reign has been lately, she beat Sasha Banks in the main event. She beat Becky Lynch, who hadn't lost in two years at WrestleMania last year. She's been the champion for a year. I just don't see Asuka as she's presented right now being the first person to beat. Bianca Belair at WrestleMania. And yeah, then, she's. Go, go ahead. ahead. You go ahead. But, but then I was going to say, but then where do you go with Bianca after this? Like, she has no, like, anything that she has, a, no mountain to climb, no adversity to face. Right. Yeah, I, I don't know. That's why, the, that's why the fucking creative team gets paid. I don't know. Where does Oscar go if she wins? You know? Where does Bianca have, go if she loses? The. Ch- Bianca go back on the chase again. And then we got to go through a fucking lackluster Bianca versus Oscar feud for three months with Oscar constantly beating her. Yeah, have her have Oscar win again and then maybe have uh, Bianca shift to SmackDown belt. Cause that's what everybody wants to see eventually. Her and 
our predicted winner, Rhea. Yeah, I just I think uh I think you'll probably get that down the road and I think it'll be a unification match with Bianca yeah. and, and like, Rhea. Like 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 Rats House Retro said, Oscar is due for a mania win. Yeah, but Bianca's not due for a mania loss. And I know they're not touting her as being undefeated at WrestleMania, but if you think about it, like it's a big fucking deal. She beat Becky Lynch and Sasha Banks at WrestleMania. That is big, but everybody loses eventually. Including the main event. I mean, Undertaker took him 21 years to lose. But, like I said, everybody eventually loses. This took him too long to lose. (laughs) Wouldn't it be crazy if they, like, don't even realize that she's undefeated at WrestleMania and they booked this match, like, not realizing they could build her up as, like, the greatest female WrestleMania performer ever if she just stays undefeated at WrestleMania? Hey, it hasn't. I don't think they've, like, uh, booked that before, like, a woman's undefeated at WrestleMania. Right. It'd be a good way to start it. I mean, and whether or not Oscar's like built up as a great challenger right now, she's still Oscar. Like they could, because to me, Sasha and her killed it in the main event and Bianca. Right. To me, her and Becky had the best match of WrestleMania last year. I'm a little biased. I'm a Becky fan and Bianca fan, and I was there. But to me, they had the best match. Her and Oscar could definitely have the best match at night too. And the whole weekend, right? If she constantly puts on really good matches and is winning, they literally could build her up as the greatest women's wrestling performer in WrestleMania. She could be Mrs. WrestleMania. True. It's a semi-bold pick by me because I still got a feeling Bianca may win. Well, she probably will win, actually. But I feel like she's kind of floating in the Super Cena territory, like, it's weird always having a face champion being like unbeatable. That's what she's kind of doing right now. Yeah, I don't know. I think she should at least get to ten and zero. If she sticks around that long, she might not even be here for ten years. Oh, she's she's far gone. Who's what woman has stayed in the company for that long? Fucking uh, Alicia Fox, Natty. Natty about it. I don't Trish Stratus been here since fucking nineteen ninety nine. Talking about it as an active performer. I mean, Trish still getting them WrestleMania checks. All Bianca got to do is come back every WrestleMania. Fucking do a backflip and a kiss of death. That'd be lame. She's gone. She's got Hollywood written all over her. She's money. I don't know. I think think Bianca might be the biggest women's wrestling star when it's all said and done. She's got the potential for it. She's not on a good trajectory right now because they don't know how to book her yet. But she's definitely got the potential, especially in ring. I think she's got the potential to break through mainstream. She's got that Hulu show in her way. She's been all, on all the talk shows and stuff. Yeah. We got a question in the chat that says, will they start working on someone to beat Undertaker streak and give them a win every year? I don't think anybody's undefeated except for Bianca right now at WrestleMania. I guess Austin Theory, did, he lost last year. Who did Austin Theory fight last year? Did he fight? He lost. Uh, Pat McAfee beat him, didn't he? Yeah, because then Vince came in afterward. There you uh, go. So, yeah, there's... I mean... Omos? No, he lost to fucking Lashley last year. Yeah, yeah I think that's something that they'll protect because they love Undertaker. Yeah, and I also don't see anybody sticking around for 21 fucking WrestleManias like The Undertaker did. Or he stuck around for damn near 30 of the motherfuckers after he lost. Um, Orton's, get, Orton's getting up there. Yeah, but 
he's not undefeated and he's I don't know. Uh I mean it's gonna take twenty one years and that will be a whole new generation, so they need to get someone started. I don't so the thing with the Undertaker streak, I don't even think they realized that they had him undefeated until he got to like ten or eleven when they started making a big deal about it. Like I think yeah. it was just happenstance they looked up and they were like, Oh shit, this nigga ain't never lost at WrestleMania. <laughs> <laughs> Let's make a T shirt. And then it just kinda got bigger and bigger and bigger after that. I don't think they started out like I think it was just storyline wise and that'd be a good fucking like behind the ropes or beyond the beyond the mat or whatever the hell they call it on the streak. Like mm-hmm. to see when that became a big deal to the WWE. Cause honestly, I think they just kinda fell into it. Yeah. I feel like if they did it at this point, tried to do it with somebody new, it feel forced. And that's kinda lame. But who knows? That's what I'm saying, like with Bianca she could win, and then they don't say anything about it. And then she has a match. You know, she's not the champ next year. So she wrestles fucking Carmella, right? Beats Carmella. She has a couple, like, bullshit matches and wins those. And then she gets to, like, five or six. And then they're like, you know, Bianca's never lost at WrestleMania. And then she's fighting, like, Charlotte. And everybody's like, fuck, Charlotte's going to take her undefeated. And she beats Charlotte, right? Now she's at six or seven. Now it's fucking, it's building on. But I think they can't make a big deal out of it right now. I think they just got to fucking let her win and kind of be quiet about it. It'd have to happen organically. But who knows what the future holds for Bianca. We shall see how it plays out. You know, they're not going to let you come in Wale Mania next year, EJ, when they see that you picked uh, Oscar over Bianca. Hey. You know, the the videos off of Twitch disappear after two weeks. So, that'll be be good. The main event. The American Nightmare, Cody Rose, the prodigal son, returning back, fighting for his daddy's honor against the tribal chief, the undisputed WWE Universal Champion for 950 days or some shit like that. Almost at 1,000. Before you tell me who you're picking, if Cody wins this, do you think WWE is dropping the ball by not having Roman have the title for a thousand days and him being able to say for the rest of eternity? Like, Roman's already a big deal, but if he's the champion for a thousand days, that's some shit we haven't seen in the modern era. That's some Bruno San Martino type shit. You're putting him in rare air then. Now that part-time schedule that he has that he likes, now that uh, that Brock Lesnar-type vibe where he only comes out for big matches where beating Roman means something, now you can put all that on a T-shirt. Now you can bill it like that. Now he can't just say, I'm the tribal chief. Now he can say, I've had the fucking title for a thousand days. Do you think if WWE have Cody win tomorrow, that they're missing a big fucking opportunity by not having Roman keep the title for that long. No, I don't think so because it's just like <laughs> an arbitrary. It's just an arbitrary number, like a thousand. Like if he's not gonna straight up break Bruno's record, then it's just a thousand. Like just saying a thousand for a thousand sake. Like if you got if you got like the the hot iron, you got to strike while the iron's hot. 
So I don't necessarily think it's a big deal just because he doesn't get to a thousand. What my gripe over it is storyline wise, like I don't really care about that that number. I think that number is a big deal. Um, I laughed because I went on that whole fucking filibuster about it. You were just like, nah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like I, don't, I feel like you shouldn't force something just because of a record. If it's you got to strike all the irons hot, like I said. Again, like we talked about with The Undertaker, you know, if you go back and you look at Roman's reign since he's won, there's been matches that, like, we thought he was going to lose before he built up this unbeatable character that he is now. Like, we thought KO was going to beat him, like, in the Performance Center years ago, right? Like, people thought Brock was going to win. People thought Edge was going to beat him. They thought he was going to lose when he wrestled the triple threat with Daniel Bryan and all them, right? I don't think when they started this reign, they said... We got to let this motherfucker keep the belt for a thousand days. But I think over time, since he's kept winning storyline wise, now you're here and you're like, well, shit, like this is a big deal. This is like a historic reign that he's on right now in the in the modern era of professional wrestling. A motherfucker doesn't keep a title for three years, which is basically what if he wins this week, he probably won't lose until SummerSlam. It'll literally be three years that he's been Universal Champion, and over a year and a half he's been WWE Champion. People don't do that anymore in the modern era. I think that puts him way at the top of the list, like right underneath Bruno. And to have somebody be at that level now, as opposed to looking back at Bruno San Martino film, and it's in black and white like fucking Babe Ruth, you know? Now you got a guy that's here in 2023, that's right there on that same fucking level. I think that's a big deal. And I think they're, I think they're right here. And if it's me, if it's my call, fuck Cody. I don't give a shit about Dusty Rhodes. Dusty's gone. I love Dusty Rhodes. He ain't got nothing to do with what we're doing right now. Cody went to AEW or started AEW. He left, you know? And now the guy that couldn't get over the mid card hump in AEW is going to stop this historic reign. Shit. That was that was a self-imposed mid-card exile. I don't give a shit what it was, EJ. He was in the mid-card and he couldn't he couldn't win the world title in AEW. In WWE's eyes, a second-rate company that's beneath them. He couldn't get over there and be the guy. And you're gonna bring him in here and he's gonna beat our champion that's been here for almost a thousand days? No, fuck that. Mm-mm. Well, with that being said, do you make your pick? Cody's undefeated. Yep. Cody's undefeated. Roman has had the title for almost a thousand days. It's a fucking collision course. Um, I see shenanigans. Mm-hmm. I see Usos interfering. I see drama between Jay and Roman. I see Jay super kicking Roman. Crowd goes crazy. Jay super kicks Roman. Roman falls back right into the crossroads or the setup for the crossroads. As Cody's about to hit the crossroads, Jay super kicks him too. Roman ends up getting the win. Jay and Roman now got beef. Storyline continues with the bloodline. 
Cody can go fucking win the U.S. title from Austin Theory or some shit. And he can get out of my storyline. And I'm a Cody guy, by the way. I know I shit on Cody all the time. This just ain't the time for Cody. This is not where his story ends. I got Roman Reigns. Brass House Retro said no contest. I don't think they get in WrestleMania in a no contest. Mm. People riot. Yeah. Can I say something real quick before you before yeah. you pick make your pick? I was listening to the Wade Keller podcast from SmackDown and he said they would probably he said they could do if they wanted a cheap way to get out of having the titles all on one guy and they didn't want Roman or Cody to lose, they could have like a ref bump and they could do that little shit where like a guy superplexes a guy off the ropes or whatever after a hard fought fight. And then two refs come in and count them both down. And one ref is like the raw ref and one's a SmackDown ref. And But I think I think that's just a chicken shit way to do it. Yeah. I do. Um, um, go ahead. Yeah, I mean, this might be another heart pick, but I got Roman winning. Just because it seemed like it would be a better storyline. Cody just came back from that pec injury. Won the Royal Rumble at number 30, like. I feel like he needs more of a chase with a title. And it like for bloodline storyline purposes as well. Like keep it going with Roman in the belt. You know they're gonna eventually disintegrate, but have Roman as the champion still. And one way you could break up the belts is have Roman win like by a ski a slime ball skeezy way and have like what bloodline interfere and then maybe Authority comes on the next show and be like, uh, oh, you cheated away and I'm splitting up the titles. Cause allegedly a new belt got approved by Triple H. What that means, we don't know. But allegedly a belt got approved by Triple H. So I think they're trying to figure out some way to split these belts up. But that being said, give me Roman. I would be mad if Roman won and he wasn't there on fucking Raw after Mania. And Adam Pierce is like on the phone with him, like, yo, man, you're you're the champ. Like, where the fuck are you? Roman's like, I work on SmackDown. And Pierce is like, fine. I'm stripping you the title. And they announce a fucking championship tournament at uh the next pay per view or in Puerto Rico when they go there. Or King um, of the Ring. Yeah. You know, just something. And then Cody could win that. But I think even that would be predictable. Yeah, I would- I wouldn't even, yeah, I wouldn't even want Cody winning in a tournament. Have I like have a, Seth win. Yeah, have like a, I don't know, Seth, Seth. Seth is a face right now, even though he's still a slime ball. His mic skills are like heelish, but have Randy come back. He's good in that heel role, and have him win it or something. Nah, I don't want. Or Lashley, have Lashley, have yeah. Lashley win it, but I just want like more of a chase for Cody. SummerSlam should probably be the earliest that he would win a belt. Or maybe even wait till all the way till 40. But yeah, I don't think it's time yet. God damn, EJ. What? I'm just picturing fucking Lashley as a champ. Him and Cody in a feud. They both got their fucking suits on, standing in the ring, talking shit to each other. Cody beats Lashley at like SummerSlam or something like that for the time. I like that. Yeah, like, Cody doesn't need to win tomorrow. Stretch this out. Then the crowd will be behind him even more. Like he's already hot, but you know what? It doesn't work. A dominant uh, face champion, John Cena, like kill that. Like I think 
face uh title range should be shorter. That's how you keep them hot. Like it's always about the thrill of the chase. I think Cody should win uh when they split the they split the titles up the night after Mania, have a champion crown. Cody gets a title shot at Money in the Bank, wins the title at Money in the Bank, and whatever heel won Money in the Bank should cash in on him right away and take the fucking title from him again. Yeah, do he that. should have the title for like five minutes. Yeah, I just don't think you should. L.A. Uh, Knight. Oh, that I would love that. I don't think it happens, but that would be a good way to have L.A. Knight because usually you have like the up and comer win the Money in the Bank and that'll yeah. be their first title ring. Or Austin Theory. Talk about fucking getting somebody some heat. Cody finally gets the title. He's celebrating and shit. And Austin Theory runs in and fucking cracks him in the back of the head with the Money in the Bank briefcase. Takes the title from him. Yeah, I wouldn't mind Austin Theory doing that, getting the title on that way. You know, last time he had it for a long time. This time he he cast it in the same night. So I wouldn't be mad at that. Oh, Dominic Mysterio. A little bit too soon, but I would like it personally. Is it? Is it? I like. I I think it'd be dope personally because I like Dom. But Dom's a guy, and Dom's good. Dom's really good in the ring. By the way, people don't want to fucking give him his due, but Dom's good in the ring. Everybody shits on Dom in the ring for some reason. I think he's good. Like even with his first match with Seth, like who does that in their first match? You know, Seth is Seth Rollins, so of course Seth was carrying him, but. That match was set. His first match was, yeah. yeah. I don't know where this, like, narrative of Dom's not good in the ring came from. He's good in the ring to me. Fucking give me give me Dominic Mysterio winning money in the bank and fucking cashing in on Cody right after Cody wins the title. Now that you put it out in the universe, it's not going to happen. I don't know. I wish know, you would have kept that to yourself. I wish you would have kept I predi- it to yourself. I predict a lot of shit that does happen, EJ. <laughs> That'd I be pred- fantastic. Yeah, that's the main event, I guess. Man, yeah, I'm getting that's... excited now. You did what? So I'm getting excited now for this for WrestleMania tonight. Where are you watching Mania at? My couch. <laughs> yeah. I'm kind you of have any wrestling friends talk. in uh, Missouri? Uh, not really. Huh. I'll hook you up I'm with some people. I'm kind of jealous that you're going to a party. I'll yeah, it's gonna be like eight of us or so, I think. Uh, it's always a good time. It's always fun to just hang out with like-minded people. To, you know, I'm a Cowboys fan in Atlanta, so I I can't really watch Cowboys games with Cowboys fans, right? Excuse me, that would be fun. Um, but like wrestling, we can get together and watch the big shows like three or four times a year. I don't know. It's it's always a good vibe. Doesn't Atlanta have Cowboys-specific bars and stuff? They I can never, you. I can never, like, I, I, I've went twice, and you literally have to get there like four hours before the game. Yeah, and I'm just, I'm not into. Also, like, Cowboys fans are annoying to me. <laughs> <laughs> they, they really are. Like, I love the Cowboys. I hate Cowboys fans. Like, they just get on my fucking nerves. Um, I see why people don't like us. <laughs> they hate us because they ain't us. Um, Speaking of fans, EJ, I told you last night. Like, uh, I was watching the South Carolina Iowa game. I don't want to talk about it. Man. And there's just there's there's this table of of dudes, and they were cheering so hard for Iowa. By the way, that Caitlin Caitlin uh, what's her last name? Clark. <laughs> That's a bad bitch right there. She was 
awesome last night. I I hadn't watched a women's college basketball game in like 20 years. And watching her do that was crazy to me. But there was this table of dudes there. And they were cheering for Iowa so hard. And I thought, man, these these some real fucking Hawkeye fans. They're in the middle of this fucking South Carolina bar talking all this shit. And then when the game's over, the guy says, I don't even like Iowa. I'm an LSU Tiger. I just hate the Gamecocks. <laughs> like, I hate, I hate people that. like that. Like, you're asthma. just in there fucking ruining the vibe for everybody. Your team's not even playing, and you're the loudest person there. That's like a... That's a terrible excuse. He's like, I just don't like so. I, he just, I, if he would have said that, I just want to face the easier team. That would have been like more of an excuse. Like, is LSU, LSU in the championship? Yeah. Oh, okay. No, he was he was doing that SEC shit. Like he hated the Gamecocks, and he was just there, like talking shit, like ruining the vibe for everybody. I don't know. I wanted to punch him in the face. And I don't even like salty. women's basketball. Salty because we beat them by like twenty points early in the season, but. But. Hats off to the Hawkeyes and the LSU. Yeah, so shout out to everybody in the chat. Thanks for all the participation. It's fucking WrestleMania week. WrestleMania is in three hours. It starts at 8 o'clock, right? 8 o'clock Eastern? Pretty sure it does. WrestleMania is three fucking hours. I got to get on the phone and order these wings and go pick them up before I head over to Jelly's house. What, um, kind, of, what kind of beverages are you taking over there? I'm bringing food. I got to bring beverages too. Oh, so you're just going to drink all his shit. I guess I'll bring a bottle of whiskey. I always take a bottle of whiskey over there. Yeah, that's what I meant. Yeah, yeah. Bottle of Jack. You know? There you go. Bottle of Jack will go good with fucking WrestleMania. Night one, as again, we have John Cena versus Austin Theory, Charlotte Flair, Rhea Ripley, the Usos, and Sami Zayn and Owens, Becky Leela and Trish versus Damage Control, Seth freaking Rollins versus Logan Paul. Rey Mysterio versus Dominic Mysterio and the fucking tag team match nobody cares about. Um, it's going to be a good time. EJ, thanks for joining me on this WrestleMania pre-show. You got anything you want to say before we get up out of here? Salute to everybody in the chat and everybody enjoy your WrestleManias. For EJ Weed, EJ Weed, EJ Reed, not Weed, EJ Reed. I'm Chris Rucker. This has been Boot to the face, our WrestleMania preview until Tuesday night, 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time here on Twitch. Peace! Yeah, Mr. Chaos. Boot to the face. Let's go. California to Georgia, we get it poppin', homie. We taking over the game, so fuck who hatin' on me. We bounty hunting, taking all of the trash out. Your podcast a one hit wonder like Smash Mouth. Y'all can talk all that big shit, don't wanna hear it. Shout out to the one and only Santana Garrett. Top rope, dropping elbows from other leagues. Who to the face, hook the leg is one, two, three. Chris Rucker, Marty V making mics melt. The mill friendly podcast will make your wife melt. Beer drinking is disrespecting this podcast.